jump into it. Welcome to Know Your Devils, a devil's podcast talking about the devils and all devils things related. My name is Edville, and I am one of your hosts. And my name is Vote Nico, the other host. Uh, no, no, it's hashtag Vote Nico. I don't do Twitter. <laughs> no, it's Eric. I'm here. It's Eric and it's Ed, and this is Know Your Devils. Twitter.com slash Know Your Devils. Hashtag Vote Nico. Nico Heischer, uh, our beautiful Swiss player, is up for last man in for the All-Star game. And you can vote for Nico 10 times a day at NHL.com slash vote. Select Nico, vote, and then vote 10 more times. Well, nine more times for 10 times total. You got what I mean. Vote Nico into the All-Star game. And then make another email account and vote 10 more times. And then make another email account. (laughs) And then get 10 friends to vote, and they'll get 10 friends. And it's not a pyramid scheme. It's just getting Nico in. You know what I mean? Exactly. You know, the All-Star game, and I think we've talked about this probably off-air. The All-Star game is kind of like, it's whatever. It's not really a big, serious thing. It's funny. People get, they talk about the All-Star game, it's like, it's dumb, it's dumb, it's dumb. And then when they announce that the All-Star rosters, it's like, this is a disgrace to the game. How dare they (laughs) sully the the sacred All-Star roster? Like, you can't have it both ways. So, like, Paul Mary's obviously representing the Devils. Paul Mary absolutely deserves it. Nico, I just want to see Nico in the All-Star game just because I want other people who are not Devils fans to see Nico do Nico things. Yes, and be Nico. And plus, of course, you always want another Devil in there somewhere. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you want to showcase your future captain, um, so you might as well just start Oh, wow, hot takes. (laughs) I said it last week. I'm going to say it this week. Nico, he sure will be your captain next season if Andy Green does not return. Okay. I've seen people go like, well, Travis should get it. I think if Zaychak was going to get it, he would have gotten it when Salvador retired. Well, it also doesn't help Zajac's age. You know, what? he's going to be captain for like, what, three years? A year. Like, he has a year after this. Oh, no, don't you know he's being re-signed at $8 million for two years? Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh, like I said, well, that's his cap hit, right? It's eight million dollars. <laughs> well, that's what everybody makes it seem like it is. Yeah, that's true. Um, I really yeah, do well, think Nico is going to be the captain, and I think it's going to be once Green retires. I just, just the way Nico has been handling himself, the way that he seems to be on the ice, how people talk about him, it's just like he's, yeah, he's going to be the captain, and, v- and he very much earns it, has earned it. I think he's going to be. He's already a leader on this team. I mean, he's rotating the A with Paul Mary. You know, mm-hmm. giving those uh, equipment people a lot of work having to switch the A's on the jerseys, whether it's a home or away game. But I, I'm i glad that they're rotating the A. Did you see that comment on Reddit? I did not. So, you know, I'm, I'm a mod on our Devils. I'll toot my own little horn there. Thank you very much. But I still have opinions. A guy was saying that they shouldn't rotate the A's because, one, it's stupid. Okay. And two, it creates more work for the people, the uniform people. Isn't this the NHL? Don't they have more important things to worry about than, like, what, they're stitched on? 10 minutes of work? 15 minutes? Yeah. Also, Nico is the away captain for away games, and Palmieri is the assistant captain uh, for home games. So you already know who's going to be wearing the A. Yeah. No, like I said... I can yeah. understand if you don't think Palmieri deserves a name, 
that's your opinion. You're allowed to have that. You're wrong. We'd have to fight you on merit on that point. <laughs> yeah. So I can understand, yeah, if you just think it should be just me and you go, that's fine. But if you really think, well, it's more work, I'm like, it takes five minutes. I would be willing to bet five, ten minutes max to do it. And they probably already have the jerseys. Ready I, w- I was being generous. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Nico, it was announced that he will be wearing the A for the Devils for the away games. And they might actually, they've even addressed it too. They might actually change it. As the season goes on, like I said, I really do think it's setting up Nico to be the next captain. Okay, I mean, if you're right, I'll tell you you're right. But you you don't we'll think, see. You don't think Nico's the next captain? I don't know. I think the year after Green doesn't come back, they're gonna rock three A's, and I don't know. I mean, it makes the most sense, mm-hmm. but I prefer it to be an older guy. Like I I don't like the whole, you know, your captain is like a guy you drafted two years ago. And I know Nico wasn't drafted two years ago. I'm just saying it's like an example. When yeah. Connor McDavid was named it like a year after he got drafted or something. I don't remember exactly the date, but it was like, come on. And then Jack Eichel. And it's like, is this just what we're doing now? I mean, Sidney Crosby got it uh, his second year in the league. He did. He did. But well, I, I personally, I, it, I'm not a huge fan of it, but it's not the biggest deal in the world. Yeah, I can see that. Like I said. It takes a while to develop as a leader in the NHL. My counter argument would be, and the reason why I think is, you give it to Nico as one. He's now your longest signed player. And giving him the C establishes, okay, this is our leadership now for the next seven years. This is our guy. And it kind of <laughs> it sets the tone like, this is the direction we want. Like, yes, he's still young, but we believe in him, and we know he's going to be a great leader. And it's just, I just... Personally, that's how I view it. I Like I said, I think Nico has shown a lot. And I was even at a point, too, where I was kind of like you, where I I remember when Henrique was still here. People were talking, well, he's obviously the next captain. I'm like, I don't know if he's ready for it. Like, I thought Henrique was still too young. And he was older than Nico. Oh, yeah. I just, I don't know what it is. I just, the way Nico seems to be handling himself, the way his play, it just, it just for, it screams captain to me i think it just feels a little weird when it's like a couple years ago this guy was like all right you know show me around what it's like to be in the nhl and now it's like okay sir it's like the king is dead and now they have the new king and it's like some 12 year old sitting on the throne and it's like who's this guy yeah but i know it's not about age it's about maturity and leadership and all that it just it seems weird in my head like I would think it would be a guy like Zajac or, uh, you know, like an older guy. But if, if I had to pick I'm an not, old... I wouldn't be mad about it. Yeah. If, if, I, if I had to pick an older guy, Palmieri might actually be. I would go with Palmieri over Zajac. I, and uh, yeah. I like Zajac. Uh, if I like he Zajac. stays. Yeah, exactly. That's the other thing, too. If you go with a, a, one of these older guys, they're going to be gone potentially in two or three years. And then you got to start the process all over again. I don't know. Like I said, well, I also have a little bit of bias because Zajac is my favorite player on the team. <laughs> that's so. fair. And um, I, I mean, if as long as we're admitting bias here, I have a heritage jersey that's currently missing a player that I really want to get Nico on, and I really want to get a C with it. So that's part, so I'll admit my bias there. I want Nico to be. Well, let's just put the cards on the table right now. All right. <laughs> Yeah, so we're just going to put the cards on the table there. The only reason I really want Nico to be captain is so my Heritage jersey can have the C on it with his number. That's not going to be decided probably until one, Green retires, and two, a new coach comes in. Transition game on point for me. 
So the Devils currently have an interim coach, Elaine Nazardine, and we are recording this on January 6th. And Peter Laviette was let go today by the Predators. So now another big name is out there in the free agency market. And, you know, we hear rumblings that John Cooper might be on the hot seat. That could be another big name. So right now, Mike Babcock and Peter Laviette and Pete DeBoer are all just sitting out there waiting for jobs. I don't think Babcock. I think he may be done personally. After all that came out, the PR nightmare it would be to sign him or to bring him in on your as your coach. I can see him as maybe an assistant somewhere quietly, but I don't I, know. I'm going to name one team, and this is from what I remember hearing discussions about, and it actually makes sense. Seattle. Yeah. Oh, but dude, I mean, that's Here's uh, why. Babcock, uh, Babcock does really well with a veteran players. Uh-huh. That roster is going to be nothing but veteran players. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense if you take the PR aspect out of it. Yes. But unfortunately, that's there, and you can't ignore it. Yeah, no, unfortunately, that is the... Well, not unfortunately. That is the world that we live in now, yes. Well, yeah, it's, it's a good thing he's getting called out for it. Yes. But I mean, in terms of coaching talent, that coming with it, it's got to come with it. Yeah, like I said, Mike Babcock had, like, what, four years left on that deal? So he could just sit pretty for four years and not do anything. He will probably end up as like an assistant coach or maybe a consultant somewhere in about a year or two. That's what I think. Yeah. So he's available. Peter Laviette's available. Pete DeBoer's available. John Hines is available. Uh, He might not be. Rumblings that the Predators might be hiring John Hines as the coach. I think that's a bad move. Really? John Hines is a... He's a development coach. The Predators don't need development. They need to take the next step. That's fair. But, like, see, I was saying this because I don't think Hines is a bad coach, and I actually think Hines' style is a little bit similar to Peter Peter Laviette's, but he's a little bit younger Mm -hmm. and everything. I don't know. I I still think John Hines can be an NHL coach. I just don't think it works for the Predators. I thought it would. Maybe Arizona? If they were to get rid of their coach, I mean, because they have a lot of good prospects coming up, but I don't know about the Predators. Yeah, but for the Devils, so now Peter Laviette's going to be available, Matt Bycock is available, Pete DeVore's available, and Elaine Nazardine is um, your current coach. I guess the first yes. question I would ask you, Eric, is has Elaine Nazardine done enough to at least put himself in the conversation to be the next head coach of the New Jersey Devils? 100% yes. I think he's put himself in the conversation. Do I think he's a top two candidate? No. But he's definitely put himself in the conversation. Before, when he first got named, I was like, nah. Like, he, he's a space filler. And now I'm like, all right. He did some good things. I mean, we're winning some games. We're looking better. We're looking more aggressive. We're looking faster. But is it enough to push him over the hill? Personally, I don't think so. But what's your opinion on it? So I 100% agree that he has at least gotten into the conversation. One thing, Devils are shooting the puck a lot more. They're playing a lot more aggressive. And the results seem to be now going in their favor. Luckily, Mackenzie Blackwood is playing a lot better. We still have yet to see who the backup is going to be, which we'll get to maybe after this. Here's the argument I'll make. Because I do agree with you that maybe Nazardine is not top two. But I'll make the argument as to why you would want to keep Nazardine. 
I don't think this is a rebuild. This is sort of a transition into taking the next step that the team needed to take at the beginning of the season. And they seem to be transitioning into the right direction. If you keep Nazardine, now you get you don't spend the summer trying to now find the right players to fix this team and now also you got to find the right coach is you have the coach so now you know what type of players you want to draft how you want your players that you have here to train you don't have to do that whole entire process you basically take a big chunk of what your offseason would be trying to find a new coach and that's already handled with Elaine Nazardine. And then you come in, all the players who are here are already comfortable with him. It's basically, you have him in there, and you have it established. It's like, okay, this is this is the guy, and you're basically starting the process that you would do in the summer now. And I can see your point of view on that, but at the same time, say you do that, and then we're two, three years down the road, and we're stuck in a rut because we can't make that next step because we went with the coach who was already there because it was easier at the time. Yeah. I can, like I said, I completely agree with what you're saying is I'm kind of playing devil's advocate here a little bit oh, okay. and yeah. trying to say, like, you know, here's maybe a reason why I would consider keeping Nas. Yeah. The players really seem to like him and respect him. But like you said, you know, they're playing well for him now. They did the same thing for Hines. And then two or three years down the road, they weren't playing that well for Hines anymore. And, you know, yeah. it's very well could happen the same thing with him. Like I said, Laviette would be a very interesting coach but you know i talked to my friend who's a flyers fan and he said you know he was the best coach he think the flyers had had in a long time the problem was that his style grew tiring four or five years into it and uh. it's like i feel like the devils do need a coach that has done something in the nhl you need some experience laviette has taken two teams to the stanley cup finals but how many wins does he have in the Stanley Cup Finals? Six. Oh boy, it would be that's six. pretty good. Yeah, I believe he went to yeah Flyers and Blackhawks were was seven games. Predators and Penguins were six. Yeah, it was six. So he's got about yeah he's got five or six wins I think in the Stanley Cup Finals. He's taking oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, he's taking two teams to the Stanley Cup Finals, which is not something you can. I think he is a good coach but I can see maybe where his style would maybe get a little bit old. But I think when you look at NHL coaches these days, four or five years is pretty much the standard for all of them. But yeah, Nas has definitely put himself in the conversation. I believe he definitely deserves to be there. I know there's a European coach that everyone I've seen on the Discord gets excited about, and it sucks that I cannot remember his name at this point. I know people would want to consider him, but I do like how the Devils have been doing things. I'm sure Cheryl is interviewing people. I'm sure he's doing research, but yep. they're not making any decisions yet. And you know, that's exactly what this team needs. Just let this team play. Just let them play. Gusev's been looking great. Hughes has been great. Let the guys play. You're not making the playoffs this year. All right. So you would need to just figure things out. You would need to win five out of seven games for the rest of the season. And that's a big ask. That ain't happening. It's unless the Devils really, really go on like a St. Louis type run. I don't think it's happening. But here's the thing. I'm okay if the Devils, let's say if they finish ninth from the bottom. I'm okay with that. I know. See, I wouldn't be. Really? So you want the Devils still to get a top three pick? Yes. 
I mean, um, I mean it's, I, it's hard not to agree because when you know who's available at number one, especially after watching him in the World Junior Championship. And not even just number one. Number two, Quentin Byfeld is still looks amazing. There's a lot of good talent up there. I mean, it's a deep draft. Yeah. But I don't want to win 13 games in a row to then go one and one, one and one, one and one for the rest of the year and pick like seventh. Like that's, I mean, just play your guys, let the prospects do what they're going to do, see what they can do. And then, yeah, we're going to have a high draft pick this year. It sucks, but it is what it is. I think the thing I too remember when looking at the standings is the Devils are already so far refined that even if they did start like going on like a win streak, there's still so much ground for them to cover. I think I saw, like, they're 13 points away from Detroit, but then they're 13 points away from, like, the first wild card spot. So it's just, like, the Devils could try, and they're just, they just are so far back, it doesn't matter. Because they can win games, but so can everyone else. So yeah. you can get a bunch of wins and still not gain any ground. We also do need to remember, they do have two first-round picks this year, which is very nice for them. Like I said, yeah, obviously... Basically, the thing is, I just don't want the Devils to tank. And I don't think the Devils ever have ever tanked. I just want this team to start learning how to win games together. Oh, yeah. No, I definitely, I'm never on team tank. But at the same time, I'm not on, like, let's go out there and win 15 games. I mean, if you can, sure, go for it. But I hope they win 12 in a row and then go back to normal. Like, that just seems like you're shooting yourself in the foot. I guess the thinking would be, if it's like play Boquist or play, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like an older prospect down in the A. I'll bring up Bryant, uh, Ben Street. Is he even still there? Uh, they called up Ben Street. Oh God, no! <laughs> hey, he just got, the prophecy. Hey, ben Street, who just had his second child, who just got elected to the AHL's All Star Game and got called out by the Devils. It's happening. Congratulations, Ben Street, but I'm playing Boquist over you. I'm sorry. Actually, he's playing over Kevin Rooney at this point. I don't hate it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So speaking of playing, transition game still strong. Corey Schneider, after going 0-4 in Bimington, has now gone 3-0 in his last three starts in Bimington. Well, sign him to an extension. (laughs) We're bringing it back, boys. Get on the hype train. Do you think Corey Schneider will play another game in the NHL this year? This year? Yes. Uh... Iffy. I'm like 60-40 no on that. Really? I'm going to say 60-40 yes. I think if Corey, if Corey or the rest of this month can have a nice positive win streak or a positive winning record, his last three games he's looked like number-wise, great. He's let in one goal. I think he's had back. He's had two shutouts or he's had an overtime loss where he let in one or, or like he's has three wins. Save percentages in the 900s. His goal against average is really good. I'm like, okay, this is positive and you know what i want to see Corey because like i said i still have a soft spot for him i want to see him oh, me too it's just like everything was going so well and then he got cramps or a cramp or whatever happened i think we do see him i would be shot uh i think maybe maybe it does depend on how the rest of the season goes but blackwood seems to be he's been playing really good since december he's looking like the legit starter we expected him to be i guess it all depends on how the rest of the season goes huh yeah we just got to wait and see. I mean, more games coming up in the next week. Let's see if we can keep the momentum going, keep doing well. Yep, exactly. 
thank you guys for listening to this episode of Know Your Devils. We'll obviously be, be back uh, when hopefully there's a little bit more to talk about. But if you have thoughts about what we talked about, hit us up on Twitter, talk about us on Discord, or Reddit, where we post the episodes. It's a new year. It's a new team. It's a new decade. And, you know, sometimes you just got to look at the glass half full. Well, the new decades doesn't start until 2021 because we didn't start in year zero. So that someone at my work says that. I don't know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003, 2004, 2005, 2006, 2000. Hold on. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. Let me redo this argument again. 2010, 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015, 2016, I mean, a decade could happen at any time. It's been a decade. Okay, so once again, my name is Ed. (laughs) This is Eric. And this is Know Your Devils.